Okay, so I want to talk about the subconscious part of the brain. And I think it's very important that you break down things for people who are in beginning stages of awakening to being more um, conscious and not in this autopilot sleep mode, you know, being more um, not in this unconscious state, but being more consciously aware of the ability that they have choices and that they don't have to react through the subconscious programming. So that kind of goes right into what it is. The subconscious programming is the part of your brain that has absorbed every image, every experience, every feeling that you've acquired throughout your whole entire lifetime. And if you believe in past lives, through that too, or you know, ancestral, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So this it's all of that that it has absorbed through all of that and so that is 95 percent of the brain that we use the other five percent is the the conscious the prefrontal cortex we don't have to get all technical about it but basically like the front of the brain and then you have the back of the brain and you can kind of connect that to spirituality in a sense because you know the conscious part is where you know located right right behind where they say the third eye is and all that but I'm not going to get into that um but basically the subconscious is all of that programming everything you've ever seen everything you've ever heard so your your mom and your parents may be arguing or you know a funny uh show or a song a raunchy song or just a song in general or a tv show or a book you read or um any 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 and everything you passing by the street and you seeing these signs you smelling uh barbecue cooking um when you used to go to the country i'm kind of picking up stuff from my own experience to kind of help me and these things that kind of help us this is why we have nostalgic memories and this is why you can eat a dish and it kind of triggers that memory it can pull up this is why you can hear a sad song and it'll trigger those feelings because we have associated the feelings with those thoughts and so you know i was like i'm driving and um I was thinking like, okay, how the brain, the subconscious is, is the mind in general is all about survival. So it's not that you should hate the mind, but sometimes you should be aware of it so you can conquer it. But the subconscious is based off of survival adaptations that we've had from, you know, prehistoric or whatever, you know, the past when we were in a situation where we had to be more like aware of, of, of animals eating us or killing us or more imminent danger types of situations like that so it can be a little irrational sometimes because if the mind is associating certain um memories or things with with um like danger then it can throw off your reality so say you ever been driving and you see a car you know you notice a car behind you and then you turn and they turn and then you turn again and they turn and you're like okay you start you can either go like man okay what are they following me or what like like what's what's going on and then it could be just something like that with attitude or it could be something like man like uh, i don't know it's kind of darker uh, you know different scenarios different environments can change it like uh i uh, i don't know uh, are they trying to you know uh, follow ask me let me see who's in there i, I did just kind of get into it with somebody like all these thoughts start running in your head and this is the um the experience you have with the subconscious programming because you're no longer able to see it and discern it and just use your better judgment and like detach from it. like because you're in that you're in autopilot on it you're sleep on it you're not 
conscious of it. Most people are not consciously aware of their subconscious or their egos or all of these other mental constructs that they have that make them paranoid, that make them anxious, that make them all of these other things. So instead of being like, uh, you know what, that's just probably, you know, my that's just my subconscious, that's just my fears and, you know, um, or paranoia or my anxiety or depression, whatever. You know, you're not detached from the mind now. Now you're letting the mind drive you and you're not driving the mind. This is why I always talk about stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. And the, and the act of staying ready and so you ain't got to get ready is being consciously aware. And the way you do that is by getting in the driver's seat and by being able to acknowledge that how the mind works. So that way that you can conquer it and be transformed. And just like, you know, the quote, one of my uh, my good sis, Raquel Omitola, told me, be ye transformed through the renewal of the mind. I never forgot that. And it is so true. I totally believe that you shouldn't be mind-centered. But the psyche in general, the mind-body-soul, mind-body-spirit compilation is all interconnected. And the things that we've experienced do affect how we think. So the body and the feelings and the emotions... They hold the trauma, they hold everything, but the mind interprets it. So you have to be able to, your mind is kind of like your roadmap. Your feelings and your thoughts are like your roadmap. So whenever you're having these thoughts, you're able to now detach from them and be able to say, okay, you know, that's not me. You know, um, that's just the way my mind is working right now. That's just something that has triggered me to think, oh, it's uh, this is something bad or something scary because generally the mind is, more centered to go towards negative because like I said it's out of survival but just because something's out of survival and they're doing things out of protection how many of us has, has ever had a friend that will go to bed for us but you know later on in life we think about them later and like man that girl was I ain't gonna lie she she'll fight for anything but she she low-key throw it off like she was gonna do some dumb stuff or you know she wasn't very rational it's kind of like that yeah like, yes you may feel like you have that best interest or yes you may love a person but not be showing it in a loving way or that or your actions are not very loving because you have to reparent what true love or true protection is and it doesn't always mean um instilling you with so much fear and so much caution that you are not even able to move that you're paralyzed and debilitated through your thoughts and through your fears not even able to take a step not even taking being able to take a risk or take a chance and uh, do something that may help you grow because like I said the mind and the ego interprets any form of change as bad so imagine that like if you just studiedly stayed in your autopilot these patterns and these cycles that you've learned and acquired through your childhood and through your parenting and through all of these things that you've gained knowledge from you know through through your uh your um how can I say your secret of conversation with your boys or your secret of conversation with your girls, all of these things that are fueling you with other people's perspectives. And, you know, and you're not even trying to center and get to know your own spirit to see what you really want for yourself. Never even asking yourself these questions of what do I want? You know, or what do I, how do I want to think? And it's, it's, it's the simplest things that we don't even think about. But so, yeah, it's like, you have to be able to, to detach from that and recognize when your subconscious programming and conditioning is popping in, when your ego is coming online, and the ego kind of teeters it back and forth 
from like uh, I believe it's your unconscious and your subconscious or whatever but the point is it creates a sense of self from that programming that you have so if you were programmed to to feel like as a boy you can't show any sign I'm gonna just say as a black person as a black person you can't show any signs of weakness mental health uh, issues depression anxiety all of that what's gonna happen now now every time you feel these types of emotions that that you would perceive mean you're weak if you feel sad if you feel pain if you feel sickness if you feel any of this what do you do now you repress it and if you have it and if you and because of us we're so engulfed in trauma we we and and any and none of our emotions or feelings feel like they can be validated in this world. We don't feel safe or comfortable expressing them. What do we do? We repress them. And what is depression? Like I say, depression is a repression of self. So, because you don't feel comfortable expressing your emotions, because the subconscious has conditioned you with this experience that that is weak, and society continues to perpetuate it in the media and TV, showing these images of that is weak in your community and people who are ignorant. And you know, sorry to say, this ignorance, you know, they they continue to perpetuate. Ah, nigga, you lame, you weak, bro. What you crying for? Or what? Or girl, like. Girl, I don't care about him. I, yeah, I, what I'm a cop for? All this ignorant stuff. So now your ego has created an identity. Oh, I don't, I, I, I don't cry over this person. Or I don't show my emotions in a way. Or as a man, I can only show that I care about a person through rage. I don't know how to show it through a softness, through a sweetness. Or as a woman, you like, uh, I don't know how to show that I care about a person through nothing but attitude or you know because these are defense mechanisms so the ego is known for creating these defense mechanisms because they hide and mask the wounds of the trauma that you felt because when you were a kid being told those things you internalized them or even seen them you may not have been told them but seeing that from you know maybe seeing another kid get yelled at for being this way you internalize everything like i said your mind is like a a recorder just reels like reels going in or like a file cabinet just downloading download or like a computer downloading downloading information so anything you've ever seen a tv show as a kid you're impressionable so you internalize all this stuff and you process it in your way and so now you internalize that as bad so you create these defenses to your ego creates these defensive the ego is a can't comes online and is created out of a sense of protection when you feel like you have nowhere to go for refuge or for survival or for uh, safety it creates the sense of identity to protect you so that's why i say the ego is not fully bad but you know our i feel like the black ego has different um aspects of it like i talk about the monster mentality but we're not on to that but so like i said you create the defenses based on that wound when really deep down that comes from that wounded inner, inner child. And I am going to do specific videos on how I kind of have recognized my inner child, recognized my ancestral roots, um, recognized my master mentality, recognized my post-traumatic slave syndrome, recognized my anxiety, my paranoia. These are things that you have to do to start to understand the mind. Yes, it's, it could be a lot. And there are ways to get to it without necessarily getting straight into the analytical side of it. But all you have to know now is that you are not your thoughts. You have the right to choose what you allow in your reality. So if a thought that you 
have makes you feel like you're being paranoid, makes you feel you're anxious, makes you feel like you're being fearful, makes you feel like you're being hateful, judgmental. You, But don't look at them from a place of judgment. Know that they're coming from a wounded place. Know that they're coming from a hurt place. And, you know, comfort that. Just become the observer and watch it. And I do have a blog. If you follow the link on my website, the link is in this app, you know, on the Anchor, the podcast app. So you can click the link for my website and look at the um, Ego Work for the Black Soul. I'm actually kind of revising it and I will updated but you know it's still a good start for you to read it right now and that kind of helps um do a lot of the steps that you can do to recognize the ego and be able to dismantle it and rebuild it or some people say that you dissolve it all together but I don't know if I really want to dissolve it I want a sense of some sense of self we all want interconnectivity we want to relate we're not gurus out here who can just be secluded from everybody in the world so we do want that relatability and that uh connectivity but um you can rebuild it to become that motivator because like I said, the ego is not a bad, it's your sense of self. So you want to fill it with things that empower you. Um, you want to have a sense of self that cultivates self-love, cultivates compassion, empathy, all these positive things in your mind. But be aware that anything you do that becomes changing and bettering yourself, it doesn't matter how good it is. It's, it's like the mind has narcissism in it and any change is like you're leaving that, that toxic relationship. So by, how can I say, letting the ego transform and die so that it can transform, it will have resistance. It will fill, it will fill your mind with thoughts that will make you resist the dying of that ego because it wants it 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 knows that its life is temporary whereas the soul and the spirit is forever long lasting so it's trying to stay present as long as it can but it can stay present but it can be renewed and have um a more empowering stance to keep your spirit liberated and keep you going you did not come on this earth to be anyone's slave anyone's um you know puppet or you know uh, endure so much pain and trauma we've already endured a lot of that you know so I just wanted to kind of like talk about that because I was really just brainstorming and driving and and just thinking about the subconscious and everybody should kind of get an idea of what the subconscious is and how it runs on these patterns of, you know, the things that you've done all your life and why you keep ending up in, you know, the same types of relationships or why you keep having the same kind of issues with your your girlfriends or your partners or, you know, why you keep um, having turmoil with your family members or, you know, things that just become repetitive and and life and time is circular. Uh, so it just keeps going over and over and over. And you keep repeating and falling into the same patterns. And this is why I don't believe in running away from situations. Sometimes people want to just run away from relationships. And it's like, you have to figure out what is that relationship trying to teach you. And sometimes it's how can you heal it? You know, and because you think leaving that relationship and going right to another one without taking any accountability is going to prevent you from falling back. And you're going to repeat those same patterns. Trust me. (laughs) I've been through it. So I'm telling you this out of experience. And it's okay to have resistance. But be aware of all of the defenses of the ego. Be aware of the the stubbornness, the judgment, the um, ridicule. Because if you think about that wounded ego, when someone is telling you, Everything you've been doing 
is dysfunctional or wrong or traumatic, your first instinct is to be on the defense. Like, bro, what you saying? What you mean, bro? What you talking about? Like, bro, I'm good. I've been fine. Look at me. I'm good. I'm fine right now. But the thing is, black people have been awakening all their lives. But you can tell how much they're in turmoil, how much their mind is resisting it by how deeply they're into their coping mechanisms. They're into their uh, defense mechanisms. They're into their addictions. All of these things are keeping them so numb, keeping their spirits and their souls so oppressed and numb because um, their mind is trying to prevent them from actually excelling. So that's why I say sometimes fasting, sometimes detoxing, uh, doing um, spiritual baths or just, you know, warm baths that you and, and, and just get in there and meditate and think and contemplate and pray and, you know, for change and writing, um, journaling. These things help you open up the way to do the work. But you have to have the will. You have to have the will to heal. You have to want to. You have to want a better future. You have to know that you can do better, and your life does not have to be riddled with uh, addictions, substance abuse, um, toxicity, um, codependency, all of these things, um, compulsive eating, emotional eating. You know, all, all of these things that you're using to kind of cope. Now, don't take this as all of these things. You should start judging either, because take yourself and love yourself from where you are. I have a lot of these things, but I accept them and I know that I'm eventually, I'm working through them little by little. Spirituality is nothing to be binged. It's nothing to try to, in one fell swoop, try to change it all. You need to pray and set those intentions to do things with ease and grace. You know, one thing at a time, don't overdo it. And it's going to come in time. It All it takes is the attention. That intention and that prayer is enough. Once you get that ball rolling, everything is going to happen in divine time. Just, just let it flow. Let the things un- unfold. Let you know. Let the things unravel, and and trust and have faith. For me, I have faith in God. You know, I, I believe a foundation without faith won't fail. So, that is my belief. Everyone has their right to believe what they want to believe, but that is that's what sustains me. God's love is what sustains me. Um, but yes, so I just want to kind of explain that if. If there's more questions, I do have an open forum. You can leave comments. Or I, I believe, um, I'm not sure if my email's on there. But um, like I said, there's a way that you can put comments where I can see it. And I will respond if you have questions about what something else is or an issue that you're going through. I want to create a community where we can all start to come together and collectively heal and feel safe doing it in whatever way we feel we find we feel fit to, you know. So we every, we need a place without guilt, without shame, without judgment, because those things are roadblocks to healing. They are roadblocks because they only fuel you with more judgment. That's why I always say become the observer of self without judgment. And I yes, I do. I am going to be very repetitive and redundant because, like I said, the mind always needs that um it's a pattern, right? It needs a consistency. Just like they always say, sometimes you have to try a diet for like 30 to 90 days or you need to work out for at least 30 to 90 days to see results. Your body and, and, and your system needs time for adjustment. There's an adjustment period. There's a transformation period. There's a transitioning period. You can't expect to snap your fingers and say, oh, I'm going vegan. I'm going vegan cold turkey. Some people can, but for a majority of people, we cannot. And that is okay. Don't judge yourself on that. Start off little by little. Maybe, oh, okay, I could take pork out. I don't eat that anyway. Uh, oh, now I can take milk out. I never really like milk. Oh, now I don't really eat uh, eggs. I can take that out. You know, do little by little. 
it's everything is about intention. Um, you're, you're doing things to better yourself. You're doing things to make your body feel good. You're doing things to, to feel uh, happier, healthier, and, and well, holistically. And so these are things that I want to do, but I want to keep it short because I don't want to keep all my videos so long. So I'm just going to end it here, guys. But just know I love you. We're going to be all right. You know, I I've t I took a hiatus because I've been going through my own, um, you know, battling with my own depressions and my own uh, energies and releasing these things and, and my subconscious program and rewire and reprogram and all this. But, you know, I'm here and I'm human and I'm not pretending to be a perf a perfectionist or whatever. That's why I started off with the podcast. I will eventually get to YouTube videos, but um, um, I'm giving myself that opportunity to not feed that perfectionism that I have. Perfectionism is a diseased illusion. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole nother video. But anyway, you guys, all right, bye.